Welcome back, Miss Malakhrin. Uh, this is the highlight of my week here um, because uh, it's, it's a funny thing. It's because I'm not a petrol head and I'm not a car person, but I do love Melinda Ferguson very much. And she is on the line now to discuss with us two exciting new cars. Melinda, good evening and welcome to the show. Lovely to hear your voice. Yes, um, good. How yes, are, uh, Tuesday night it's has Tuesday made night. a bit better. Yes. <laughs> How are you? Yeah, I, yeah no, I, look, I, I had a terrible week last week. I think, you know, I think as days go by with this lockdown and the virus, I think we, you know, we go up and down and some weeks are good, some weeks are bad. But I, I did have, um, I realized how much driving actually makes me happy because Last week, I wasn't really driving anywhere. I stayed in a lot. I think the rain was keeping us also inside, even though it was lovely. It was also a bit depressing. And then I got hold of um, an Audi TTS powder. Well, not powder, more like a bright sort of sky blue, very sky blue. And I got into this little sports coupe. I decided to go to the kind of Durbanville, Wineland kind of area. And I just suddenly realized how happy driving makes me. Cars are so uncomplicated. Do you know what I mean? Absolutely, absolutely. I'm, I'm like that. I, I, I have a sort of a mantra. I don't like cars, but I love driving. Yeah. So, <laughs> so I put some lovely music on. Uh, I found back roads where there were no cameras. I found back roads where there were no cars. I found some beautiful route, right. and it had you know the rain had just cleared. The roads were really um, clean and clear. I put it into sport mode because there are five different modes on the Audi TT. You can go comfort, you can kind of personalize, and then you can go sport mode. And I decided to get rid of a bit of stick with this fabulous six-speed DSG gearbox because you know they just do those gearboxes. VW Audi do those those auto DSG gearboxes so well and I just suddenly forgot about (laughs) COVID-19 I put my foot down and I was free man (laughs) and I drove and I was just like this is why I love driving because it just puts you in the present you can't think of other things and of course if you're as fortunate as I am to have a car that I don't have to actually pay for for the time that I have it there can be nothing better. And what size engine that does this uh, the Audi the TTS have? Well, it's got a one point eight litre turbocharged. Wow. Yeah, and um, it is a two twenty eight well two twenty eight kilowatts, mm. three eighty newton meters of torque. I'm sorry, I'm actually mixing it up with the Megane. Trophy. It's actually got a two-liter right. okay. turbocharged engine. Before anyone starts shouting and WhatsApping, it's the Megane Trophy, which we're going to talk about just now. That's got a 1.8 liter. So this is a four-cylinder turbo, two-liter engine, six-speed auto, and you know, of course, it's quattro all-wheel drive. Audi does that so well. Power's shifted to all four wheels, evenly distributed. So, you know, there's no front-wheel drive kind of. I find front-wheel drive cars can be quite um, unstable sometimes. But when you've got weight distributed, you know, across all four and it's a quattro system, it's just, it's a very, I mean, the TT has had a lovely long heritage. 
some of those early um, editions were really bubbly and quite tiny. This one has got a kind of statuesque look for a small sports car. Mm. Um, 0 to 104.9 seconds. <laughs> and lots of standard features like LED lights, keyless entry. Um, you've got front and rear park distance control. And what's really nice is your reverse camera is just like in line with the steering wheel. So you kind of can see, you know, so yeah, it's on yeah, the side yeah. as it usually is. And, and and it's a really, it's such a, a nifty car. You can park it quickly and drive it quickly. And, you know, I mean, this is a car that I guess people who want a sports kind of car without it being, you know, a Porsche, a Jaguar, it's it's one of those, um, if, if one can say, affordable right. if you're in that in that kind of Z4 and um, the Toyota GR Supra would be in the same c- category the, the, right. the BMW Z4 the Mercedes AMG SLC those kind of cars mm-hmm. are all in the same group yeah so I the, it, the, the the thing I find interesting about this car is you never we don't realize it but this car has been on the market I think for close to 20 years 1998, it was launched. Long, yeah. That's long ago. So it's like 22 years. Wow. Um, and, and I must say, there are hints that they are going to take the TT out of production. Really? So that, yeah, that's the kind of, this might be one of the last generations. They haven't really made an announcement, but there's talk that they might be developing an electric TT to replace the petrol one. Well, I was because I was going to follow up my question with with, with by 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 ask by saying that f- because it's been on the market for at least twenty years, they've managed mm. to iron out some of the wrinkles and some of the bugs. Yeah. And yeah. and now, but but this is you know going electric is 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 clearly a step it's in the way. right direction. It is. Yeah. It really is. I mean, Audi gets there in you know in they 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 kind of. Infotainment systems really, they've got some really great um, infotainment design and, and kind of ability systems in all their products. So you've got this kind of virtual cockpit in this little, full of leather, you know, there's Alcantara leather seats and there's a they're little, it's a very kind of um, well set out car. Everything is in its place. There's nothing that's bulky, of course, because it's small. You don't, you know, you can't afford to put too much, but everything seems to have been designed in a very ergonomic, with people, you know, motoring people love that word, ergonomic way. Right. It's luxury, but it's some simple kind of luxury, nothing ostentatious. Listen, I, I, I'm giving it back tomorrow. Right. I'm hoping that I can kind of hide it, but it's very blue, so I'm not sure where I'll hide it. Right. So when the guy comes to pick it up, I'll be like, <laughs> I don't know where the car is. I, so one, one of our listeners uh, asked, uh, Ivan, he asked uh, for info on the Newton meters of the car. Oh, I thought I'd said it, but I probably, oh, I didn't. It, it's got 380 Newton meters okay. of oh. torque. Okay, yeah. that's very good. That's pretty cool, hey? Yeah. I mean, and it's also got the biggest boot in its class. I think it's three... 301 liters of boot, 305 liters of boot space. Not huge, but then for those kind of cars, you sometimes can only fit a handbag in. So I yeah. think for that segment, it's got pretty decent boot space. 
Yeah, I've never yeah. even been been inside one of those, so you know, I I'm not gonna, I can't ask any intelligent questions have, about them. I should have picked <laughs> you up sometime, but now it's too late. Well, we'll to, go ahead, go yeah, ahead, please. Sorry, I'm not like picking you up on air. Um, so 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 to give you a bit of a, a, an idea of price, because I want to zoot off to them again. RSC. I am also looking forward to that. Mm. <laughs> So it's seven eighty two thousand. Okay. Oh gosh. Yeah. And um, but but the Z four M forty I. Okay, that is the top of the range. Z four is one million. And the Toyota GR Supra is nine seventy two. And the Mercedes AMG SLC. Okay, brilliant car. Five twenty newton meters. It is a. It's a. It's a, it's a more impressive. Absolutely on in terms of spec. It's one million two hundred thirty-nine thousand rand. So you're going for a sporty car. You're not going to be paying like cheap money. Yeah, it's it's. It, my house costs less than that, but you know that's another issue. Um, yeah. Melinda, I I wanted to get to this Megane. Mm. Yeah, mm. This sounds like a great story. Just let's start by saying how many of these have, are in the country. That only it's a. Totally exclusive edition, the McGann RS300 Trophy. There are only going to be seven units for sale in South Africa. Seven. Seven. I know. We had a press. I haven't driven it yet. None of us have. We had a very wonderful um, virtual um, launch and presentation with Renault, Renault last week. Right. Of course, Renault has got a great heritage in Formula One. Mm-hmm. They are incredibly sussed when it comes to racing. Mm-hmm. They have um, a whole sports car division. The French yeah. automaker seems, you know, like a lot of the Formula One technology they're being able to um, introduce into cars like the Megane, which they have been doing for a while. But every time a new trophy comes out, the petrol heads, and I'm talking about the boy and girl racers who are even more sophisticated than the GTI golf people. And, the, you know, I think the McGann RS, the kind of Honda um, Type R, there's something about these two cars, these two brands that, that real petrol heads right. go like, there are only seven in the country, I'm going to get one. Well, I, I just want to just uh, remind our listeners of two things. First of all, you know, we have on the line Melinda Ferguson, who is a motoring journalist and just an all-around great person. So remember, the lines are open. You, you know, you can call us and we'd love to hear from you. Join the conversation. Call us at 021-446-0567 or drop us a WhatsApp message at 072-567-1567. The other point I want to make is that there is no truth in the rumor that when you buy a GTS, you have to have have a charisma bypass. There's no truth in that rumor <laughs> at all. So, but, yeah. but about your Magan, tell us more. It, okay. It, so, listen, I mean, it's a 1.8 litre turbo engine. That's what I got a little bit mixed up when I spoke of you about the Hardy TT. <laughs> right. 221 kilowatts. Mm. It's got, I mean, it's got like this stiff racing suspension. It's got uh, all sorts of of racy type of 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 those kinds of things that people would be who are racing kind of 
people, guys, girls, um, would, would, would basically die for. The seats are, are also Alcantara. They've got like a special stitching. They're sporty kind of seats. Um, there's this distinctive sport front bumper with an F1, a kind of F1 blade. Mm. It looks really kind of like, you know, it's like in your face. A, a special rear diffuser and a, an intelligent exhaust pipe. And then this these amazing triple tone 19-inch wheels with these red brake calipers. So, I mean, you're going to arrive somewhere and everyone's going to be like, what? And, um, of course, if you want to get full value or full enjoyment on a car like this, you would have to go onto the track. There's no way, unless you are finding ways that I found (laughs) this week in the Durbanville Hill area, but to to be racing in a car like this, you can't get enjoyment doing it on the highway unless you're going to, you know, you're going to be stopped by the cops. It it would be very hard to try and drive this car like sedately. So I think for, and especially on tracks where you can really take bends and and be able to swing, you know, you put that accelerator on, do your launch control and really go for it. I think serious people who want to, who are track, track enthusiasts, would be the kind of person who would be the one of the seven who would buy the one of the seven limited editions of the Megane RS three hundred. Um, it's it's got fantastic sound. Apparently, mm. um, I drove the previous generation um, Megane trophy in Port Elizabeth on a racetrack there, and my word, I mean the screaming and the grunting and the the absolute like adrenaline you get when that kind of sound pipes out of those exhaust pipes is just fantastic. Yeah. You would never say that I was like an author and a publisher, hey? I mean, I'm supposed to be like a person who, <laughs> you know, I, I sometimes hear myself and I'm thinking like, what happened to you? How did you become like this mad person who loves cars? Yeah. yeah. Well, you know, I want to tell you a little, uh, little anecdote. Um, it was in the summer, uh, northern summer of 2003, and I was at a party, a small, small party. Uh, I was mm. at the world, doing some research at the World Trade Organization, and somebody, and I just spoke about um, when I was growing up, there was something called a Renault Gordini. And one wow. guy literally turned to me and he looked, he said, you remember the Renault Gordini? And I said, yeah, I remember Renault Gordini, blah, 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 blah. I'm, not, you know, I'm like, you know, I'm not a, I'm, you know, I came to study in the archives. So mm-hmm. he invited me for lunch two or three days later and took, mm. me, took me to some place and showed me a mid-engine Renault Clio. Oh. It was the most amazing thing I had seen, a mid-engine Renault. It was so beautiful. That, yeah, I mean, listen, the French know how to make cars and, and well, it design cars even more than make them. Because, yes. I mean, for quite a long time, French cars have had or used to have, especially Renault mm. and Peugeot in South Africa, a very bad reputation yeah. because service was slow or parts were expensive, yeah. couldn't get parts, and people were always moaning, don't buy French. 
Rena, I must tell you, in South Africa, in the last 10 years, has really sorted. I was going to say their shit out, and I am going to say that. Rena has, it, it, they've done enormous work in terms of like rebranding that reputation that at one time was really bad. And they, they, they like numbers three or four best selling manufacturing in the, in the country often. You know, I don't know during COVID, um, they could. Has has you know has is still selling really well. Right. Their new Triber, their cheaper cars. Right. You know the Quid is a good-looking car, right. not the most for me fantastic car on the road at all, but it does its thing. Um, it's it's improved a lot from the first generation. The Triber is their new seven-seater kind of practical. Um, almost like a little bit of an Uber type of seven-seater type of <laughs> car. You know what I mean? Like where, where, where you want to go to the airport with like six tourists. Those are the kinds of cars. And those cars sell yeah, because they like, yeah, under 200,000 rand. So, but, so, so, yeah. So those, you know, Renault's doing a good job, but I, 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 I hope that some really nice people are yeah. the people who get to own this trophy. Yeah. Mel, just quickly, what what on earth is the fixation with these red calipers? Now, you know I drive a really cheap, really, really <laughs> trashy yeah. little car, and it has yeah. red calipers. The other day I was sitting on the on the porch and I looked at the wheels and I went, now why are those things red? And then I looked at the other one and I said, oh, it's also red. Oh. Walked around the car, and but all the four the capitals are red, and we're like, "What is this? Is it a thing?" I don't know if yours are the red Brembo calipers, because the red Brembos are specifically, I think, for very expensive sporty cars. Really? I don't know if someone just spray painted yours. Um, <laughs> if you've got a tra- Ishmael, I don't think you've got the sporty Brembos. Do you think you have? No, 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 I can't. I have the cheapest car on the road. I specifically sure, I bought. Mean, <laughs> I think someone spray painted them when you were when when you when you weren't looking because the, 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 the Brembo caliper, the red Brembo calipers on them again, like these are like really complicated looking things. Right. I'm sure they're not. They are, they are a sign of very sporty kind of kind of you know wheels. Yeah. And if you've got the real deal, uh, you know, I, I, well, I hope you have. But uh, I, no, I have I a Haval H1, please. It's not yeah, sporty. Okay. <laughs> but so maybe the Haval, they've tried to kind of, you know, Havals, they love to kind of, in a way, copy right. um, what other people have, what other manufacturers have. And then yeah. they, but they, they kind of get some type of, they, they kind of make it work in a way. Yeah. Havals uh, like that. I'm it, trying to be nice about your car. Yeah, well, yeah, it, we know it's cheap. Look, I, I tried it in, in my my Subaru XV, and it's not a Subaru mm. XV. Mel, I wanted to discuss something with you, and we still have some time. But the, mm. the, the one very... Uh, small thing is, you know, that when I was growing up, and, and you and I are the same age, more or less, you know, big cars, as in powerful cars, were like Ford Fairlane V8. And, mm. you know, there was no such thing as a one-liter car. That wasn't mm. a real car. These days, mm. you get these little Ford Figos, and they have a one-liter mm. engine, and my goodness, they run they like really- crazy. Yeah, I mean, I think there's been so much development in terms of trying to get efficiency and power sorted out. So they've got, they're really efficient, those one liter EcoBoost engines that I think you're speaking about for um, Ford. Um, uh, And I can tell you what, 
there's a lot of power in that one liter engine. I've driven a lot of cars, different manufacturers, one liter right. engines, and they are fab. They are indeed. But listen, I wanted to ask you something. You know, as I'm, you know, not a petrol head, but I did cover uh, some uh, news in, in the 80s, and you know, very many people might not know that this, but South Africa was actually on the the Formula One. Mm. Uh, circuit and we had Kailami and I think it stopped in the either the 80s or the early 90s what do you what on earth has happened there well I mean I I I, I actually remember Jody Schechter right uh, his name was like a, a childhood name yes. that's because he won the F1 he was a Grand Prix world champion yeah so only ever I think Grand Prix world champion Jody Schechter was like kind of a Chevrolet and those kind of brass rugby South Africa Jody Schechter vibes. <laughs> and, but I think apartheid put, paid to us hosting Formula One. I think everyone pulled out right, um, right. due to our terrible legacy of apartheid. Mm. Then I think they tried to start something up towards 93. I could be wrong about yeah, the year. Yeah. So, and then it all just went dead. Yeah, no, they 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 hosted um, um, mm. something called a. I, I don't know. It was bought by the guy who basically owns the Porsche franchise in South oh, Africa. Oh, Toby Fenter. Yes, he bought Kailami. Yeah. But that's only been recent. Hey? Oh. He only bought it in 2014. Oh, really? Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. But, yeah. He bought Kailami and he, he owns Porsche in South Africa and he bought Kyle Army, which had fallen into absolute, yes, um, a tragic, yeah, yeah, yeah. place of, of, of just, it had just really del- become dilapidated. Yeah. He spent, and whatever investors he got together, I'm not sure what the amount was, but they spent an enormous amount of money jacking Kyle Army up. I've driven, I've raced, not raced, over and raced, but yeah. I mean, I've test-driven cars, Quite a lot of uh, in the last few years, they really? fabulous track, mm. very good infrastructure. The the, the festival of SA motoring being held there, um, the M, BMW M festivals being held there, and so it's really gone up enormously. And I've read recently that Wayne Schechter, who mm-hmm. was, is Jody's nephew, right? Uh, Jody's son, and uh, no. Ian Schechter was Jody's brother. Right. Um, so I think it's Ian's son is Wayne and uh, Jody's nephew. He's been trying to get F1 Formula One back to South Africa. And ironically, just before COVID, right. I think sometime in March, they were going to have a Heineken Formula One festival, an F1 festival. Not a big world right. race, but uh. just a, a festival. And they had to cancel it, obviously, yeah. because of COVID. But I think he's working quite hard. But, but, but Ishmael, do you know how much it costs oh, yes. for a country to host a Grand Prix? I can imagine. Formula I don't one. know. If I, I can only I, imagine. I've been to I think tw- it's only like 500 million rand. Oh, my God. That's what the organizers want. Now, for me, honestly, as much as I love cars, I think we've got 
a lot more things to to get sorted out in South Africa. Put latrines. <laughs> yeah. You know, there we have priorities. Food. Uh, yes. some food for people. Yes. So, I, I've so, actually yeah. been accidentally been to two uh, ground, Grands Prix. I've been t- accidentally, I must say accidentally, mm-hmm. to Monaco and Singapore. And Monaco and Singapore? Yeah, it, it, purely by accident. Uh, I, I didn't even pay for it. So and it was would. it was yes. paid for, but yeah. I just you know just ended up you there. Just happened and like, to be there. Well, yeah. there's a story, and it always involves a woman. So, but woman. I, I, I was accidentally. <laughs> <laughs> but Mel, it is always such a pleasure to talk to you, and I'm really uh, really impressed. We're we not going to hear about what women. No, are no, when I <laughs> you're the only okay. woman in my life. <laughs> oh, darling. Well, listen. I mean, before I think we're going to be getting off the subject here. So. <laughs> Let's just quickly get back to them again. I just want to quickly tell mm, you. No, please, please. That, yeah. that there's a, a, an auto, um, a six-speed, there's a six-speed um, manual gearbox and a six-speed dual-clutch EDC gearbox. So we got, you know, I think this kind of a car is going to be fabulous to be in manual with because you're going to be like pulling your gears up and down and going up into six and going right. crazy. And um, the pricing... Is and remember, this is a limited edition. Seven cars in the country are going to be for sale. Uh, for the for the manual, it's seven seventy four nine hundred, and we're talking about the Megan RS three hundred trophy. Yeah. For the Megan Auto, the EDC gearbox is seven ninety nine nine hundred. So the RDTT and the Megan RS are pretty close in price. The Audi was seven eighty two. Right. I think if if to, if a very like sporty person looked at both cars, they'd be like, "Oh, you're crazy! I'm going for them again because that's like." But the Audi is probably going to be the much more comfortable car to drive. It's going to um, be a, a probably a car that will be able to you know be in comfortable silky kind of smoothness. Yeah. The Megane's going to have stiff suspension. You're going to be driving that car yeah. anyway. Well, Two beautiful cars. I was privileged to be exposed to this. And it's all about. It's been all about speed this week. Mm. The the right the right kind of speed. Yes, the right <laughs> kind of speed. So yeah, yeah let's see when well, maybe when we come back and our economy flourishes, we can have more a, a big world Formula One race in South Africa. I think we're going to take a long time before we get there. Okay, I sincerely hope so. Melinda, thank you very much for being with us.